Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours, the conversation that took place after the show ended. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey, welcome back to Grilling at the Green uh, for After Hours. I am uh, JT, as you know, and we've had a great regular show with Mary Jo McCluskey, who is... Uh, I should say McCloskey, not McCluskey. There's no U in there. Pardon me. And um, Mary Jo is the women's golf coach at George Fox. I just drove by your campus before yeah. the snows came here the other day. Okay. I should have stopped in and let you buy me lunch. Yeah, um, sure, do it next and time. I will. And uh, she's got more titles. Let me let me just rattle off a few here for you. 2016-17 Northwest Conference Coach of the Year, 16-17 uh, NCAA Division Three, Region Five. That's the West Coach of the Year, uh, Division Three, Region Five. That's back in 18 and 19. Um, 23 was the NCAA National Championship with her champions with her team. Uh, incredible, incredible record Mary Jo has, Thank but. You. That won't help her at all in this next segment. <laughs> so this is where we put people's minds at ease or they run in and stick their head in the freezer. Anyway, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's okay. go. Okay. Mary Jo, if you could play a round of golf with one of your golfing heroes, who would it be? It would. Well, I would love it to toss up Rory, Tiger, or Jack. Maybe, probably, maybe, maybe get all three of them. All three of them. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not that you need it, but if you could get a lesson from one touring pro man or woman, who would that be? Absolutely. Tiger. I'll tell you a little secret. <clears throat> I, uh, when we had this inclement weather and I was kind of stuck the other day, I flipped on and went back in the archives at HBO. I think it was, and saw, lessons from tiger the they were filming this just before he had his car wreck and oh. hurt his hurt his ankle um but he was with jada pinkett smith and a uh, bunch of bunch of folks like that it was very it was kind of fun it was kind oh. of fun to watch it how he interacted Check with these out. people yeah okay so um if you were declared supreme ruler of golf for one day <laughs> just okay. one day what would you decree as a supreme ruler? Um, I don't know. Let's see. Supreme ruler. What would I decree? I would say um, anyone that can't finish in four hours is not allowed to play. Blogging, <laughs> blogging at 18. Type thing? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite golf course? I have a favorite golf. I have several favorites, but um, I would say, it's crazy. My favorite golf course in Oregon is I love the courses at Bandon Dunes. I love the Sheep Ranch. I love those courses down there. But my ultimate favorite in Oregon is Astoria Country Club. Yeah. And 
It just, it's like my dad always played in the Oregon coast invitational there. And my husband and I have played in the invitational there and it really loved it. And I just love the, that it's just so unique through the, through the Valley there, like the third mm. hole and the greens are great. I, I just love playing that course. And my other favorite in Oregon is Tokati too. I think Tokati is a hidden gem that doesn't get the, doesn't get the um, recognition. The yeah. And yeah. the recognition that like Bandon gets. So okay. those are two favorites, but Pebble beach, I'm like Jack Nicholas. If I had one course left to play, it would be Pebble beach. It would be Pebble. Yeah. I understand that. Um, outside of when girls win, what is your favorite golf book? Favorite golf book? Um, oh gosh, I always, I have so many, I would say the 15th club by Bob Rotella is my favorite book by him. And I also have an old Raymond Floyd book up here on my bookshelf, Forget what it's called, but it's an old Raymond Floyd book. And it's about how to something about how to play your best game how to, how to play your A game when you have your B game or something like that. But, um, an LPGA pro told me about that book and it just, it's has some old stuff in it, like chipping with a five iron and some things like that. But if you can get past that and really understand, he talks a lot about your job is to score no matter how you do it. And, um, it's just a great book. It's a great little read. You, it can, it can teach your readers a lot. Pick it I, up. I will tell you a Trevino story. Oh, okay. Um, back at, back at Peter's party, you, you know, and, um, this was at the Portland golf club and, uh, Oh, she's getting a picture or book or something. There she is. <laughs> it's called elements of scoring. Okay. All right. I'll have to get that if they still in print so somewhere. Good. Yeah. It's on Amazon. Okay. Um, so it's the pro-am. It's all fun. You know, people are loving it. Here comes Trevino and his four players. And, and he's talking to everybody like he does and waving his arms and making jokes like this. And so they have an approach and they hit it up and it's it's right on the, the apron in the back. I don't even remember what hole it was at Portland, but it is there. It's it's not difficult. And uh Guys come up and they all grab their putter and Lee grabs his putter. And this one guy grabs a wedge and the guy, a couple of them putt and they get pretty close. It was, it was not the easiest putt and it was 18 feet away, you know, like that. So they get down there and they're, they're burning the edges and stuff. And this guy with the wedge, he goes, Lee wasn't particularly playing, paying attention to him. And he looks at him and he goes, wait, stop. He goes, what are you doing? And the guy goes, well, I was going to chip it. He goes, no, you're not. He goes, there's only one guy that can chip that ball, and that's Raymond Floyd. And buddy, you ain't Raymond Floyd. Now go get your <laughs> go get your damn putter like that. And it kind of embarrassed the guy, but the crowd just howled. And uh, what made me think of it is when you said old stuff like, you know, chipping uh, with a five iron. That is old because I chip with my seven iron. So there you go. Um, what do you think is the the dumbest thing you've ever seen while at a tournament? Uh, for you know, and as the coach, oh, dumbest doesn't thing. even have to be your team, and names can be withheld to protect okay, the innocent. Okay, dumbest thing I've ever seen. Um, besides the styrofoam cooler, yeah, yeah. Besides myself, I'm trying to think. Um, can't really think of any. What's the dumbest thing you've seen? Covering a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, as a guy that works in the press, I've I've 
seen a lot of stuff. I've seen people like uh, uh, fall out of their, you know, they can bring chairs if they want to and uh, uh, kind of slip and fall into the pond or one of the water hazards like that. I've also seen them where it says, do not walk here. There's bees. I've seen them walk right through there and get the <laughs> snot stung out of them. I, I've seen a lot of things like that. Um, the funnest thing we ever did was uh, <laughs> up at Columbia, uh, we used to put uh, somebody, I didn't do this. I can't take credit for it, but they would print a thing that said uh, golf channels uh, meeting and they'd put it on the porta potty. So anyway, oh my gosh, that's uh, all. I didn't do that. I didn't do that, guys. I didn't do that. Um, if we now, this is a tough one for you. If okay. we put your skills, Mary, show to music, what would the music be? Oh my lord, I got <laughs> I got a list here. If you can't remember, <laughs> oh my gosh, it would have to be Ava. I am a yep. total Ava fan, so it would have to be like Dancing Queen and Mamma Mia and all of those tunes. Super Trooper. Super trooper. Yep. Did you actually wear the boots with the, you know, five inch <laughs> no. platforms and stuff? No, but I just, I love their music. And Mama Mia is one of my all time favorite musicals. It's fun. Their music yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. Our team I, plays it a lot. We played a lot. We I had a guy it. on the barbecue show. I was uh, saying something about Ava one day and he says something about it. Uh, he was being, you know, sarcastic and funny. And he said something like, if you're going to play ABBA, I'm out of here. I said, hold on, pal. <laughs> I said, the the video for this particular song, and it may have been Mama Me or something like that, had over 60 million views. <laughs> he said, really? I said, yeah, 60 million views. If you can get that for one of your barbecue deals, you're, you're in clover. Okay. Um, while, they, while they do these tournaments, the college tournaments, NCAA stuff, they usually have a press conference of some sort or another to do that. What's the uh, worst? We call them pressers. Uh, what's the worst presser you ever attended? Oh, I'm trying to think. I can't honestly, I can't really think of one. Was there a good one that sticks out? I feel like they're all just pretty much the same. There's nothing. Um, there's nothing that really comes to mind that that really stands out. I'm sorry, I don't really have an answer to that. But okay. I, I will say there was definitely a lot of press happening at the national championship this past year that you didn't mention, um, which was that third round when they canceled the round yeah. because of that uh, terrible pin placement on the sixth hole. So that caused a lot of press craziness that was happening. I well, I was kind of saving that for people to to read in the book. Read. Because, okay. Yeah, because um, I don't. <laughs> it was one of the you wrote it well. Thank but you. The actual event was one of the goofiest things I'd ever goofiest read. Ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Definitely. um. And so that leads me to my next question. When there is a lengthy weather delay with your team um, and you can't get out on the course, not particularly for that, that instance we were just talking about, yeah. what do you do with your team? Do you let them wander off and put on their headphones and just try to stay in the zone, if you will, or do they get something to eat and take a nap or what? Um, Actually, the, 
That's a great question. It actually happened at the national championship. I want to say it was the first round we actually got pulled off the course and we all had to, we were waiting for the, 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 uh, thunderstorm to pass by in Florida. And, um, we just all sat at a table and parents were off in another section and we were prepared in advance for it. And they mainly just, uh, talked about music and, um, just stay, stayed away from golf. Nobody talked about how they were playing or anything like that. And it was just more just, you know, chatty yeah. stuff. And so I'd say it, if it's a really long one, we try to be prepared to be able to watch a movie or something like that, but totally stayed away. And I know I was getting a little like uptight, like, oh, I have one player that's got to go back out there and make a five foot putt, you know, when she gets back out there. And I just like, I wanted to say something, but they were troopers. They just stayed really calm and in a really good place. And then just went back and we had one of our best back nines that afternoon. Oh, good, good, awesome. good. So Mary Jo, if you could dine with a historical figure, who would it be? They can be not here or they can be still alive. And what would be on the menu? Oh my goodness. Um, and it doesn't have to pertain to golf. It can be anybody, anybody. Well, I always think about my dad as being a historical figure. He did a lot for the world. So I would love to have dinner with him and he, he isn't here, but, yeah. um, I would also pick, um, you know, I, there's so many people that have done so many great things, but I think I would pick, I would love to have dinner with, you know, one of our heroes that have, have, um, given their life for, yeah um, for their country. And yesterday was the anniversary of, uh, the the soldier that I talked about in the book. Lieutenant Mark. Lieutenant Mark. Yeah, yeah. It was the anniversary yesterday. It was 17 years since he was killed in Iraq. I would love to have dinner with him and talk about his bravery and just what he did for everyone. And then we would have we would have salmon and crab. <laughs> there you go. I'll cook I'll cook for you. You cook the crab. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I can do I can do everything for you okay. in the kitchen. Um you talked about folds of honor in the book and I'm right. actually, I'm actually working with them. Awesome. So, yeah. Maybe we can talk about that. Yeah, I'm, for I'm sure. looking, I'm looking to um, do a folds of honor tournament here. That Portland. would be wonderful. I am in a thousand percent support of what they're doing. And it really, it, it really did make a difference on our team carrying that bag. And I feel like it just brings perspective just right at you thinking what an honor it is to have the opportunity to play golf. And these other people are, you know, giving their lives and you just have to carry that gratefulness all the time. Yep. No matter what you're shooting, if you're shooting 70 or 90, it's like, stay grateful for what you've been given. I usually try to keep it below triple digits, but. It's always, always iffy. Um, Mary Jo, if you could erase one mistake from your past, what would it be and why? Oh, gosh, there's so many mistakes, Jeff. I'll uh, pick one. Okay. I would say, let me think about the mistakes. I would say this is, okay, this is going to be a really deep one, probably two deep ones. One is um, that I'm learning from that time is really short and you don't, you don't know how much time everyone has. And I feel like I look back and 
And I like, I wish I could tell my dad, I love him one more time. Shoot. Now I'm getting emotional. It's Kleenex. <laughs> I know. Um, but you just don't realize. So I think that mistake is try to make up for it and make sure you're telling the people around you that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> and then my other mistake is holding on to things for too long. So if I could go back, I feel like early on when I first started coaching, things just stayed with me. If I made a mistake and you have to just like figure out a way to forgive yourself and forgive yourself more and move on and learn from it and grow from it. And you either win or you learn. And I think that that's just such a great way of looking at things and just keep learning, but don't hold on to it. Like you're, you, you're horrible for making a mistake. I, um, I couldn't agree more with that. I'm my own worst critic and I've yeah. got a lot of them, but I'm my worst one. And, uh, it took me, Till probably the last 10 years to learn to let go mm -hmm. and just keep, I've always been one that'll keep going forward, you know, no matter what right. the circumstance, I'll keep going forward. But, um, I finally learned to, to let some stuff go and what a difference it made in my life. But on the other side, what's the worst concert you ever attended? Let's lighten things up a little bit here. Mary. Oh my gosh. Okay. Worst concert. That is easy. Jethro Tull. And it was all because of the guy. <laughs> and I didn't even know who Jethro Tull was. So, um, anyway, it was Ian horrible. Anderson and his flute. <laughs> it, it, it was horrible. Absolutely. I can tell you my best concert. Okay. Happened. My best concert was Carrie Underwood in November at the CME um tournament the lpga cme which is like the fedex for the pga right. tour it's the it's the biggest tournament for the lpga tour and carrie right. underwood was there and they had um we had bad weather and so it, she was moved indoors and she was in this big banquet room and it was just incredible seeing carrie underwood on stage in this banquet room with like 500 people and it it, it was really really cool well there you go awesome um besides uh Besides grilling at the green and me, do you have a favorite uh, golf writer or uh, broadcaster? Uh, golf. I know I'm at the top. Of the you're list, you're but... at the top of the list yeah. on that one. Um, um, I really don't. I listen to so many like non-golf things that I try to learn from too. Um, so I really don't have a favorite. Um, someone just told me on the mark. I just started listening yeah. on the mark a little bit, but. I think yours are great, Jeff. I love your <laughs> broadcast. So yeah, okay. I like Mel Robbins. I like, you know, a lot of these just things to do to improve and, and sure. um, be your best self. So I listen to a lot of things on how to be your best self. Okay. Um, what's one thing you miss about your twenties? One thing I miss about my twenties. Not much, you know. <laughs> um, what do I miss about my twenties? Um, let me think. Um, I honestly, I tr I try not to go back. I I have some friends that still love to chat about the the good old days, but um, probably laying out in the sun. I was like a sun goddess. I loved getting tan and. You just can't do that anymore with skin cancer. I know you just had a doctor on talking about skin cancer. My husband just had some surgery with some skin cancer on his face, but I loved just going on a vacation and 
you know, sitting by the pool and being out in the sun. And now it's like, don't sit by the pool. Do not be out in the sun like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's very true. Okay. Uh, these are some fun ones. Um, yeah. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Um, that's a really easy one. It's probably a lot of people haven't heard of it, but it's called why you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock. And oh, yeah. Um, it's just the, there's these quirky, it's a quirky family and it kind of reminds me of my family a little bit. And our family just watched it like every year at Christmas. And I just love that movie. There you go. Uh, worst movie you ever watched. That's an easy one too. leaving Las Vegas. And that was a Academy award winner. I think Nicholas cage won best actor in that. Everyone told us, watch it, watch it, watch it. And I thought it was one of the most depressing movies ever. Yep. Yep. Um, I thought he did a better job in Con Air, actually. But that's, <laughs> that's just me. Oh, uh, another movie, Maverick. I could yeah. watch Maverick over and over, and I talk about that in my book. I yeah. love Maverick. Yeah. Um, that's well. You have the original Maverick, and you have uh, Mel, and you have Jody, and you have all these cameo appearances by a lot of people. It's just a fun, fun movie. Uh, sweatshirts or formal wear, Mary Jo sweatshirts okay um what do you want to do when you retire um i actually don't use that word in my category in my vocabulary okay because um, i feel like i always want to be trying to serve others and doing things for other people i would like to travel more but i want to continue to do things for other people i want to write more i want to i love photography i want to take more pictures i need to learn from your friend steve how to take some pictures like the one behind you today at sheep ranch um but yeah i just want to um continue doing things for others so that's my biggest purpose i was going to say i know a guy that can help you with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. um if you don't want to answer this question, you don't have to. It's okay. well, none of none of them are mandatory, but I usually get some pretty interesting answers here. What would your last meal be on death row? Oh my gosh. Oh my last meal. Um, I think it would have to be a dessert just to go out with a bang. Yeah. So I'm thinking some some really great chocolate chip cookie with like vanilla ice cream warmed up and Fudge, but fudge and all and the whatever the whole works yeah yeah is when your eyes explode with a blood <laughs> yeah. sugar of 700 yeah. you won't might as well <laughs> won't won't matter okay mary joe this is it this is your chance right here what would your message to the world be my message to the world is uh your purpose is to serve other people and i feel like the most important thing you can do is think about there, think about what what you can give and what you can do out there for others. It's the most excellent. important. Excellent. Thanks. Um, Mary Jo McCloskey, who is the women's golf coach, uh, multi, multi-title winning golf coach uh, for her and her team at George Fox. Um, the list is long, but you can look it up on the website and stuff, and they will tell you. Also author of... I don't know if I can get this in the shot. I tried to actually get a backdrop of this and I couldn't, but of when girls win. No, there's the camera over there. There you go. That's her new book out there. I recommend it. Mary Jo, thank you. You've been very kind to be with us today. Of course. Thank you. I appreciate being here, Jeff. No problem. You are welcome at any time. Uh, that's going to wrap it up. Like I said, Bob Herrig is going to be with us, I think, next week. And we've got some great 
guest, uh, Sandra Gall from the LPGA is coming up in a few weeks. Uh, and also uh, Sarah Kemp. Um, and we've got the Portland Golf Show coming up the first of uh, first of March. I'll be there. We'll be doing a couple of live shows from there. So go out, enjoy some golf. Uh, take care and uh, be kind, people. See ya.